0: Welcome back to a new episode of the weekly trash recap podcast. I'm Joe from B1029. And of course, we have Shylay from B1029 who is iced in at home. And if she sounds a little different, she's got a little bit of a cold, but she doesn't sound like she's knocking on death's door. But right now, Shyler, how is it over there where you're at?
1: It's pretty icy. It's in my whole neighborhood is just like a sheet of ice. So I was like, you know, I don't really need to risk my life today. uh I can just, yeah, I can handle it from home.
0: Yeah, I I would rather it be all snow. I mean, I think everyone would agree. If if we had to get something, just give us snow. Snow, you can move. Ice, you got to just salt and salt and salt and hope to God you don't slip.
1: Exactly. Yes, I would much prefer snow because snow is prettier. Ice is much more dangerous.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Then it hangs off the power lines, and yeah.
1: Oh goodness.
0: I know. So hopefully, hopefully you, you guys are okay and stay stay safe with the uh, impending ice. I know we're supposed to get ice too. You guys are getting it before we are uh, where you're at, but we're hopefully gonna be just fine. So we'll we'll get through this. We go from one winter weather of just snow to another one, literally like three four days later with ice.
1: Hopefully exactly. Yeah.
0: All right, we're recapping and discussing some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week of January 15th, 2024. So let's kick things off here with Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny. Are they back on? They broke up in February, or I'm assuming they, they broke up just before the, uh, the end of the year of 2023, and then, according to the U.S. Sun, got together with a group of friends to go to the Caribbean to ring in the new year. And A source says that uh, Kendall and Bad Bunny have reconnected again. And they said, quote, they're very different people and nobody ever saw the relationship going the distance, but they have a lot of fun together and missed each other since they're
1: split. Oh, well. Yeah. I I mean, I love that they're already setting themselves up for failure or whoever the source is is already (laughs) being like, hey, none of us thinks that this is going to end in a happily ever after. But let the kids have fun, which is exactly. But also like. Good for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, they got together in February 2023, and then broke up in December. I don't know maybe they just didn't want to have to buy each other gifts, and it's like, oh, the, the holidays are over. Let's get back together. Okay, let's take a that trip. That
1: is, that is honestly an option. <laughs> that is, that is a possibility. So, Bad a little tight
0: on money. This these holidays can't afford to get you the uh, the new car, but
1: <laughs> yeah, at
0: least wait till after to get together, and we can go on a trip. How's that sound? Cool. For right. sure. Um, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas reached a child agreement, according to E! News. Um, They uh, had a uh, uh, I don't know, not really mediation, but uh, whatever it was, they agreed upon a parenting plan. I don't know what that was. Uh, But also, Sophie Turner dropped her lawsuit she filed in September against uh, Joe Jonas, claiming, quote, wrongful retention of their daughters after the we got news of the divorce. So it was getting a little messy. Uh, allegedly, he was uh, not giving up their daughter's uh, passports, so she they could go back with her to the UK. That's when she filed the lawsuit. And then a few months later, they had a, a mediation and they had a plan in place for the holidays. And now it looks like they have a further parenting plan going forward. And so then, then she she obviously dropped the lawsuit against her ex-husband. So I'm I'm look I'm glad things are better between sophie and joe you know for their do- their two daughters and it looks like that co-parenting as how it seems right now is going to go better for them moving forward
1: yeah i mean we i was worried about how this was going to pan out because it seemed like this was going to be a very messy and nasty divorce or you know what i mean yeah. like it didn't seem like they're going to be able to co-parent without being petty towards one another, yeah, so i'm I'm glad that there is they're headed in the right direction, but i'm not I'm predicting this is not going to last. Someone's going to lose their temper. Someone's going to be petty. yeah, and something, yeah, something's going to pop off in my yeah, opinion.
0: I, I think you're right. I, I think that that could possibly happen, um, especially since since you know I think Sophie's looking to go back to the u k. Joe Jonas is looking to stay in the states, so right there, 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 there's going to be some, some occasional someone like you said loses their loses their cool at times. Yeah,
1: this yeah. might work for now, but this is not a long term. This is not going to last long term, I don't think.
0: Yeah. Speaking of parenting, uh, Giselle Bundchen, she's in the uh, new, uh, new issue of Harper's Bazaar, and talks about her career and also talks about co-parenting with ex Tom Brady. And so she talked about she gets quote pushback from her two kids, Benjamin who's 14 and Vivian who's 11. Now the age that they're at, there will be pushback. I mean, you got Benji or you know Benjamin who's 14, teenager, Vivian 11, yeah. 11 who's preteen. Yeah. You're gonna get pushback. So she says, quote, sometimes I get pushback from the kids, especially because now they're in two different homes and there are two different ways. Which I look, I for for me and my ex, who we have a daughter together, yeah. You know, there's times there's gonna be some things that fly at her mom's house, and there's gonna be some things that may not necessarily fly with you know my wife and at our house. Yeah. You know, but I think on the general way of parenting, you are at least on the same page. I would think, at least I would hope, you know, I understand like, Hey, well, dad lets us do this. Well, that's fine. But here you're not doing that. But I would hope that on the grand scheme of things, the parents are on the same page when it comes to raising their kids. It's not always the, the, the that way for everybody, but um, I kind of like what she says here. But don't take this word for word. She says, quote, and she's talking about what she tells Benjamin and Vivian when it comes to the future. She says, quote, the way you make your room, the way you organize and make your bed is the way you're going to do your life. If you're not learning here and now, then when and with who? Now, look, she's not saying, well, how you make your bed and how you're going to organize is the way you're going to live your life. Well, no, it's just those basic things. Making your bed. How are you going to do your day-to-day things. How are you going to be self-sufficient? How are you going to continue to grow so that in those ways you're going to be prepared for life? I, I agree with that statement.
1: I do too. Well, and I think it's it's actually quite refreshing to have a, you know, quote-unquote, like, Hollywood parent with some actual, real, relatable kind of... yeah thought process on parenting it's like most Mm -hmm. of the time you hear such out of touch parenting advice from celebrity parents that it's like that's not how the real world works and it sometimes it is as trivial as making sure your kids do their chores before you know they do this or they get their homework done before they play outside it's like that's how we were that's how i was raised and that's how you know that's how you you teach kids responsibilities and and accountability, and I, yeah, I think that that I th- I think it's refreshing to hear some actual relatable content from the Hollywood Parent.
0: Oh, I agree. I agree. When I read it, I was like, Oh look at you, Giselle Bunchin." I agree yeah. with you. I, I did not
1: expect her to be the one in touch, but oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, okay,
1: go off, Queen.
0: You go, Giselle. <laughs> <laughs> um. So speaking of parenting, I. When I saw this, I thought oh, because, like you just said, there are there are some Hollywood parents that are just not quite in touch. And and look, I don't care if, if I hit the Powerball tomorrow. My daughter is not doing this. Yeah, exactly. So, TMZ got a hold of a so Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's daughter North Northwest. She has a shared TikTok account with Kim and what did North post on the shared TikTok account well she uploaded a selfie with her Northwest the 10 year old showing off her diamond grill oh and and Kim captions a selfie with quote the things my daughter makes on my phone haha I'm sorry Did your 10 year old really need a diamond grill get you guys are the Kardashians. You guys have more money than most. And it's all about the appearance and the look and the attention. But
1: a diamond grill for a 10-year-old? Speaking of -of out-of-touch parents. Yes. there There it is. Most of us are living paycheck to paycheck. We're worried about putting gas in our cars, getting to the grocery store, getting groceries for our families. Meanwhile...
0: A diamond grill. A, a diamond bad. grill.
1: How yeah. out of touch. Jeez.
0: And look, it, it's like, like father like daughter, because earlier that week TMZ got report that Kanye had permanent titanium dentures put in that cost eight hundred
1: and fifty <laughs> thousand dollars. So stupid. And they don't even look good. I, I just I, My guy, they don't look you remember, and you I don't know if you remember, but Back when, like, grills were a thing. that's That was right. my middle school, high school eras.
0: Yeah, that was like the 2000s.
1: Yes, people used to take the wrapper from Extra Gum and yes, wrap it on their teeth. Yes! That's what those look like. I know! And it's, and, and you're
0: just like, so, let me get this straight. You're gonna, you're gonna eat and drink with titanium, permanent titanium dentures in.
1: Yeah, I can't food imagine food that food
0: the taste of food and drink is going to be a little different.
1: I know people that won't drink soda out of a can because they're afraid of the metal taste. Right. Oh, could you imagine I... having metal teeth and trying to drink out of a soda can?
0: Ugh. Ugh. Are you... So, you know how certain sounds just make you go, like, cringe really bad? Yeah. Like that's for what, me, what it's I'm, when like a fork and a knife slide against each other and it makes that it sliding sucks. Oh, like right now, i my my spine is just crawling. Like that, how that's how it's gonna sound forever, unless you're just gonna eat with plastic the rest of your life. I don't know. But yeah, but yeah, we talk about out of touch parenting. It's just like, ugh, come on, I get it. You guys have a brand. You guys have a way of making sure you're relevant. That's fine. But really. You want to you want to teach your kids to be real world, you know, empowerment, all that. I and mean, then it's like, hey, well, as at ten, mom let me have a grill, a diamond grill. No,
1: just so that's not how we do it. Yeah, that's.
0: <laughs> it's not I, how I'm we all do for it.
1: appearances, but like, just because you can afford something doesn't mean that it sends the right message.
0: No, and you're 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 yeah. I mean, you're sending the wrong. It's, it's entitlement. Yes. You're sending the wrong message. You're doing, I mean, not to, look, I'm not going to tell you how to parent your kid, but as a parent, like I said, I don't care if we hit the Powerball tomorrow. Guess what? That's not how it's going to work. Yeah. You're not going to be entitled. And there there are some celebrities that have said that. I mean, Daniel Craig said once that if he had, you know, for his, if he has kids. They're not getting hit. They're not getting his inheritance. They're not. It's like, no, you gotta work for what you have. That's what I did. So guess what? You're gonna do the same. So you appreciate it more.
1: Exactly. Well, I mean, well, and Guy Fieri, he said the same thing that you're getting yeah. a college degree and a master's degree. Right. And if then you we'll want
0: talk. Yeah. If you want any of this that I've built, you're gonna have to work for it. It's not just gonna be handed over to you because you happen to, you know, be my kid. Yeah. Yeah, it's not how it works. All right. So Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. We can't go a podcast without talking about him. By the way, did you did you see the video of uh of Jason Kelsey at the at the game on Sunday, Kansas City against uh the Bills?
1: Did I ever
0: Oh my God, you want to talk about someone that was part of the crowd? I mean, he shirt off. It's like what in the Feels like 14 degrees out in Buffalo, and he's got shirt off, beer in hand, stocking cap on, <laughs> just screaming, just, just screaming. Yeah, um, it was really cute. Uh, Barstool Sports had a video of Jason, he, and Jason is shirtless in the video, but he's he's outside the suite and he's holding up like a young, and she's probably I don't know, seven, eight years old. Um, she's got I think she had she's had a Taylor Swift sign, but he's Holding her up so she could see Taylor strip through the glass and she's holding up her sign to show Taylor. Oh, I Taylor was at the game, but yeah, it was a really, really cute video. Um, but anyway, back to uh Travis and Taylor because that's what everyone wants to talk about,
1: of course. And,
0: and I'm and I've talked about in past episodes because Kansas City will play um Baltimore for the AFC championship, and my prediction still holds true that if Kansas City goes to the Super Bowl, be prepared for a lot of Taylor Swift yeah. at the Super Bowl. And I feel bad for Usher because he will be overshadowed. Yeah. But anyway.
1: Although hey, I am if, excited for Usher. I think he's going to kill it.
0: Oh, I think so too. But I feel bad because of, you know, and, and look, Taylor's not intentionally doing it. It's no. just that's where the focus is going to be. And she's going to want to be there to support a man. For sure. So, anyway. Um, a Philadelphia jeweler has offered Travis Kelsey a $1 million custom engagement ring to get to Taylor Swift for free. Uh, hang on a second.
1: Nothing is for free, my guy. No,
0: I, to- I, I, get, I get why. He's the owner of Steven Singer Jewelers. I get why he's doing this. So, yes. he tells Page Six, quote, I recognize that the most renowned couple globally has an abundance of options when it comes to choosing engagement rings. Should they decide to tie the knot, if they do, I would be honored to help design a truly extraordinary ring exclusively for them. And he also adds his daughter is a huge Taylor Swift fan. Now what he has what he's thinking, obviously, is that, the ring will be a art deco style 7.5 carat emerald cut earthborn diamond ring handmade in platinum and if if travis and cal or f travis and taylor decide to do this and it's a million dollars and they decide to pay for it he said that he would donate the cost to a charity of their choosing wow now Kudos for being probably the first jeweler to go out that I know of and publicly say this because think of the PR you will be getting.
1: Absolutely. This is, this is, this well, is a
0: very good business
1: move. <laughs> it really is. Cause even if it doesn't happen, we're talking about it. Yes. Like I have half a mind to go and get something designed by them because that right. that's a really cool thing he, to do. He is cashing
0: in on this on this couple, whether or not they get engaged, whether or not they go with him. But he is, as far as I know, the only jeweler that has come out publicly and said, "Hey, look, I'll give Travis one for a million a, a million dollar engagement ring for free. Here's what it looks like." And if they decide they want to pay for it, I'm gonna donate to charity. Think of all the, I mean, when they, if they actually do this and, you know, of course it's going to be shown off every single time, Steven Singer jeweler ring, Steven Singer jeweler, jeweler ring. Yep. Designed by Steven Singer jewelers. And just think of like all of the A-list clients, like, wow, that is not, I need to go to Steven Singer jewelers. He's uh, pfft. He's like, come on, engagement. He is rolling the dice on this one.
1: And he's and went, honestly like really on point for her style of jewelry. Yeah. Like Art deco style, emerald cut, earthbound ring or earth diamond. Like that is.
0: though, that's all her.
1: It's very. It's I very mean, Taylor.
0: done the homework a little bit. Yeah, for sure.
1: I'm impressed.
0: I am too. I am too. Good for you man. Hopefully it works out. Okay, so we we you know we talk about occasionally actors and actresses in Hollywood and looks. And obviously it's it's a always it's always going to be a topic. And Nicole Kidman talks about early on in her acting career she was told that she was too tall to be an actor or an actress. And look, Nicole Kidman's tall, but I don't think she's like gargantuan, and there's been tall actresses yeah. Like, um, the, uh, the, the woman in, uh, um, the actress in game of thrones.
1: Yes. She's also in slamming.
0: Yeah. Yes. She's tall. And she's oh, a yeah. great actress. So she talks about when she was early on, she was a teen in Australia and she was trying to, uh, get a role in Annie. So she said, quote, I had to talk my way through the door because they were measuring you before you went in. I was mortified. She said she would lie about her height, telling people she was 5'10 and a half, when really she's 5'11. And she was teased and called, quote, Storky. It must oh, be my Oscar. God. I never, yeah. Um, so then she said, quote, it will bother me when I'm acting and when I want to be small. But then there are times when I appreciate it when it's related to what I'm doing. And she says to herself, OK, I can use this now. And I'm incredibly grateful to be healthy and walking around and having said that I had, you know, knee issues and all sorts of, you know, things, partially because of my height. And then she relates these lessons to her daughters. And she says, quote, what I tell my daughters is that none of it matters. What matters is how you allow other people to either say yes or no to you. And whether you accept that inner resilience as a human being, that's the superpower, really. Yeah. And Nicole, Grimm, I mean, like, Nicole is a great actress. I mean, look at the legendary roles, movies, shows she's been in.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, she's a powerhouse in Hollywood for sure. Oh, yeah. And I think that, you know, it's it's so interesting because especially for her era, mm-hmm. like, when a, when she was up and coming, like, tall, long legs – then, like she was the look like yeah. i mean you know you know what i mean like and i don't know if maybe they were gonna push her off into the model industry instead because of her height but yeah what a shame it would have been if that if that she would have let that get to her and not become an actress anyway
0: wow yeah i know because we I, we never would have had a, a treasure like Nicole Kidman. And here's here's a little a little fun fact about Nicole Kidman. I never knew she was Australian until like years later. Because everything I'd seen her in, she was always had an American accent. All yeah. of the roles. And I think it wasn't until like years later. I'm watching an interview and she's like, I'm I'm just like, she's Australian? What? Where's that accent coming from? <laughs> yeah. I I never knew she was Australian until years later because I'd seen her in other things and it was always an American accent. Never saw interviews until I was like I was watching an awards show years ago and I'm, she's on the red carpet and I'm just like well, she's Australian. Never would have known. Same thing with Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie, you would have oh, to watch you would have to watch an interview. No, she was Australian. Crazy, but yeah, I I, I agree. Of- I mean.
1: Charlie Hunnam's like that too. I didn't realize. Yes. yes. Not American, I guess. hmm
0: But I, I think that that is powerful, a powerful message from Nicole Kidman that, you know, you, you don't, you, you don't let people tear you down because of no, you allow, you know, is how you allow them to say yes or no to you. If you say, if they say no, like, okay. And you move on. Yes. Awesome. I'm in. But inner resilience, that's the real superpower. That needs, yeah. to be on a, uh, that needs to be on a needs to be on a poster somewhere. Self motivation poster. There you go. So I'm going to get on my uh, uh, old not really old person, but my soapbox here for a minute. <laughs> so over the weekend, Reese Witherspoon posted a video of herself on TikTok making these frozen drinks, and she uses snow, freshly laid snow that fell from the sky. Onto her property. And so she's on TikTok. She has a mug full of snow and she puts caramel syrup, chocolate syrup, and some cold brew coffee in it. And she's showing you how how she does it. And she's like, This is good. And so she she called it a snowy like cappuccino, or I think she ended end up calling it, like a choco chino. Oh, cute. Yeah. So now growing up, you know, play outside. Yeah, we'd eat snow. Did you eat snow growing up as a kid? Of course. Yes, everyone's done it. But of course, there has to be those people that after this video gets posted saying, quote, do you realize how dirty snow is? You shouldn't be eating snow. I can't believe you're eating snow.
1: I mean, yeah, like looking back on it, it's. Yeah, a little embarrassing. Now, well, but, I mean, but you know what? There, but there are rules
0: to eating yeah. snow. You don't. First, we all we all learn from elf. You don't eat the yellow snow. Yes. That's that's rule number 1. You don't eat the yellow snow. Number 2, you eat it in a undisturbed like grassy area and it's only off the top layer. You don't eat it off the street. You don't eat it off off a pile that's been pushed up by the plow. No, it's it's, up, yes, it's on your lawn. Exactly. You eat the top layer. That's it. You don't go below the top layer. So Exactly. Yeah, so you know, there were some people that had a problem with it. And, there, and look, there were some people like, yeah, we eat snow all the time. There was one guy that talked about how he didn't have ice for his whiskey, so he used snow <laughs> to get a cold. It's like, oh, that's, that's actually pretty good. So then Reese had to follow up with a second TikTok that says, there are so many people on here saying snow was dirty. So she went out, got another fresh layer of snow, they microwaved it, and it's clear.
1: Oh, well, that's a good
0: way to clap back. Yeah, I was like, it, uh, it's clear. I mean, it's. I mean, when snow melts, it turns to water. And if the water's clear, yeah. then... I mean, look, I wouldn't... I, you didn't eat snow if it was like an inch on the ground. I mean, you kind of waited for it to build up to, you know, a few few inches. If it's discolored, you don't eat it. If it's on the street, you don't eat it. If it's, you know, in a mound... From a plow, you don't eat it. If it's on your lawn and no one's disturbed it, yeah, you're safe. So yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I looked at them like oh. my eye. You could probably hear my eyes roll reading some of these comments.
1: Of course.
0: Yeah, look.
1: As long as you're not an idiot about it, like do right. whatever. Look, exactly. Look, I'm sure. Like
0: Reese grew up doing it. We've all grown up doing it. A lot of people on, on commenting grew up doing it. You know, drinking hose from the tap or drinking water from the from the tap or from the hose growing up. So yeah, I, I'm sure that she wasn't gonna go and you know, scoop it up off the street and eat it that way. Come on now. Let's let's exactly. let's have a little let's have a little more common sense. I mean look, if if you watch The Walking Dead, they use rain water. Where do you think the snow comes from? <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Sorry, it didn't run through the the filter you had outside, but I'm sure it's just fine. All right, let's finish up with our was story. Chuck E. Cheese, man, that brings back memories. Oh yeah. Now, growing up, the Chuck E. Cheese that I went to didn't have. It was toward the end. Had like the ball pit, but it was just mainly you had the 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 the. uh, the animatronic band that would come on every 15 minutes. Um, Of course, the arcades, the pizza. Toward the end, like, Chuck E. Cheese did, like, didn't they do, like, a buffet or they even sold beer?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently, they're going to do a Chuck E. Cheese game show. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, it's actually the same producers of... Top Chef and Nailed It, which we love watching Nailed It. <laughs> we didn't think we would, but we started watching it over the holidays. And we're like, okay, sold. <laughs> but the game I show is going to – I have seen it. Nailed It's on Netflix, so go go check out Netflix. So they, are, they haven't nailed it where it's just like new contestants each time, but they just did one here this past year where it was like an elimination show. That one's cool. Like I, I hope they do it again. So it was like a, it's basically a bunch of people that their baking skills are basically none, like no baking skills. <laughs> but the 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 tips and how they teach them, you you see from where they started to where they are, you're like, oh my god. I mean, it's not you know upper echelon, but I mean they know how to bake. They know how to do flavors. They know how to ice. They know how to use all these different techniques. And it looks really good.
1: Huh. I'll have to watch that.
0: Yeah. And the fun thing they do is like when someone gets eliminated, they do what they call a pantry raid. So they have like 30 seconds and someone gives them a shopping cart and they literally run around the set just like putting as much stuff like mixers and ingredients and whatever pans, pots, whatever they can fit in the shopping cart to take back with them.
1: Oh, that's... Oh, that's it's a great. play on words, too. Pantry raid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But anyway, back to Chuck E. Cheese game show. So the game show is going to feature teams of adults. They're, they're, the teams are two adults. They compete in supersized version of Chuck E. Cheese arcade games like pinball, air hockey, the human claw. And they earn tickets like you would if you went to Chuck E. Cheese. And the top oh. ticket-earning team will get to exchange their tickets for large versions of prizes featured on the, on the restaurants, you know, prize wall growing up. So I'm trying to think like, I remember they had like the little case that had, you know, like for five tickets, you could buy like a Tootsie roll or something. And the big wall had, you know, like the big like basketballs or, uh, like I said, it's been so long since I've been to a Chuck E. Cheese. Um, I never had enough tickets to buy anything on the wall. No matter what, you know, my parents like here's five bucks and I spent most of my time playing like the Simpsons arcade or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game, which didn't give you tickets. But I went to go do like, you know, ski ball or something else. I never had enough tickets to get like something on the big prize wall. It was always something in the case.
1: See, I was a hustler. Oh, okay. You got to play the coin like the push, the coin push game. Oh yeah. Or you drop in your tokens and they they've got them at like casinos now. I didn't realize this, but yes. You just like throw in your token and it'll push more tokens forward and then you can play with those tokens. That's what I did. Right. And I I was a hustler. I got it. I got my brother a um like a giant stuffed teddy bear he really, really wanted it. And I got it off the wall.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I never had enough to do that. But I'm, I'm curious to see, like, the, like, I'm like, what kind of prizes could you put on the super wall? That you guys collected a 1,000 tickets for 400, you can get this futon? I don't know. I'd be curious to see what they have.
1: Yeah, what are the prizes going to be?
0: Yeah, and you know how many how many tickets is, is like each game worth a certain amount of tickets or is it just like you would like okay well pinball ooh this time I only got you know seventy but hey the prize claw or the human claw game you know we did pretty well we got a hundred or whatever it is I'm I'm very okay. curious to see how this is going to work and will I'll Chuck E be- Cheese himself make an appearance?
1: Probably, as long as they can get like the trademark and everything, all the copyright. As long as they can get around that. Well,
0: oh, the oh no, they they're they're already working with the develop the, the people that have Chuck E. Cheese. Like that's who the the producer is called Dallas Innovations. They they're the ones that produced Top Chef and nailed it. They were actually working with the people that own the branding for Chuck E. Cheese.
1: Oh, then yes, Chuck E. Cheese. So is, this this is literally going
0: to be thing. Chuck E. Cheese all over. You know purple, red, yellow, whatever the colors were. <laughs> I really hope they have an animatronic band. I, I hope some of them can refurbish one of the animatronic bands just to play at some point during the competition. Like, you know how they sometimes have music that plays during the 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 competitions? That's the music. You hear the animatronic band playing, one of the Chuck E. Cheese classics. Yeah. So I am very curious to see how this is going to work. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. As we recap and discuss some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week, you can listen to all of our episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. And make sure you subscribe, too, as we drop new episodes every Tuesday. For Shyler, I'm Joe from B1029. We'll talk to you again next week.